Guys, this might be like incredibly weird, but did you know that reading backwards could resolve your fear of the future and anxiety in college? What in the world am I talking about? Yes, reading backwards. Reading what backwards, though? We're going to get into it in today's episode. Um, And also, this is not what I'm talking about, but did you ever, back in the day, like in school, whatever, try to practice reading backwards in a mirror? Like, if you had words that were written down backwards and, or you tried to write them backwards, but if you look at them in a mirror, then you can read them. Okay, that's not really what I'm referring to in today's episode, but I just was like nostalgia down memory lane. If you did that back in the day, go and tell me about it in the Facebook group. Our Facebook group is Christian College Girl Community. I'd love to hear your nostalgic story. Okay, that was not planned at all. That was just a funny random topic. But anyways, let's get into the episode. Do you want guidance on where to go and what to study? Wonder if you should change majors? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for scholarships and ways to pay for college without parental help? Do you wake up worried about everything and just want to make sure you're following God's path for your life? Hey, I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college besides loans and wished for clear direction on how to make college and career decisions. Not only was I worried about drowning in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through debt-free. And in this podcast for Christian College Girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Yeah, guys, I'm back. This is Money and Mental Peace. How you doing? So uh, getting into this story here. um, Have you ever gone to the library or bookstore and read the last chapter of a book? Or not even last chapter, but like the last page. Um, I don't always do that, but if I ever watch a scary movie and like I'm not super into like gross horror movies, but sometimes there's like suspenseful movies or like something that I'd like to watch but, um, I don't entirely want to watch it, you know? (laughs) (coughs) Oh my goodness, excuse me. Um, yeah, sometimes I read spoilers. (laughs) Now, that's not always the best when you want to really enjoy a show or a movie, but did you know reading backwards can be an encouragement to you and your fear of the future and your anxiety in college? This is a devotional, and you might think it's kind of a little punny what I'm trying to get here, but... Um, remember guys, I love to encourage you all to read the Bible each day and just have some God time. And I wanted to read a quick devotional to you today to give you some encouragement when you're stressing about the future or stressing about anxiety or what, what not. Okay. This is from Our Daily Bread, November 21st, 2022. And you know, you can listen to it whatever day, but just letting you know. Okay. Reading the last chapter of a mystery novel first might sound like a bad idea to those who, have, who love the suspense of a good story, but some people enjoy reading a book more if they know how it ends. In Reading Backwards, 
author Richard Hayes knows how important the practice is for our understanding of the Bible by illustrating how the unfolding words and events of Scripture anticipate, echo, and throw light on one another. Professor Hayes gives us reason to read our Bibles forward and backward. Hayes reminds readers that it was only after Jesus' resurrection that his disciples understood his claim to rebuild a destroyed temple in three days. The Apostle John tells us the temple he had spoken of was his body. Only then could they understand a meaning of their Passover celebration. Oh, sorry, I misworded that. Only then could they understand a meaning of their Passover celebration never before understood. Only in retrospect could they reflect on how Jesus gave fullness of meaning to an ancient king's deep feelings for the house of God. Only by rereading oh, those that stuff's found in Psalm 69:9. And only by rereading their scriptures in light of the true temple of God, Jesus himself could the disciples grasp how the ritual of Israel's religion and Messiah would throw light on one another. And now only by reading these same scriptures backward and forward can we see in Jesus everything that any of us has ever needed or longed for. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, so basically they're saying that hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, you're reading stuff in Genesis and you're like, this is, you know, great and stuff. And God had a plan to bring back redemption and reconciliation with his people. But they didn't even know the Israelites, all the stuff they were doing, that it was pointing toward Jesus. And they wouldn't have to keep doing the ritualistic sacrifices because he, his later Jesus was our ultimate sacrifice. Why does this, I mean, it's, it's good content, but like you probably like Kara, why does this encourage me in college when I'm stressed or anxious or afraid of the future? Um, I might encourage you to go back and listen to the last episode that came out on Friday, last Friday, because I talk a little bit more about this um, kind of midway through when I'm talking about heaven. But I just want you guys to remember the hard stuff in this life is but a breath and what utter joy and life we have in the kingdom to come in heaven. Um, but, and that might sound discouraging at first, like, oh, great, then I'll be dead. Well, no, listen, listen, stop. <laughs> if we know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, if we're Christian, if we're born again, then this life right now is more like before life. It's not like heaven's just like the afterlife. It's an afterthought, whatever. This is the before life when we're being prepared to serve God in his heavenly kingdom. And this is before life when there is pain and suffering. But it in the span of our existence of our life, if I think of like a mile, running a mile, you know, if that's our whole existence of eternity, I mean, it'll be longer than a mile, but just this is my example. Then this life we're in right now is but the smallest like pebble on the sidewalk. Actually, it's more like the smallest pebble on the sidewalk in comparison to running a marathon, you know? And so basically the encouragement is the stress you're feeling, the fear of the future, the anxiety. It's going to be most of your time in eternity will barely even remember this blip of stress and hurt and concern and pain and anxiety in your life. And I just wanted to remind you guys of that to bring you hope that 
this too will pass so soon. And if we're reading backwards, meaning we're knowing what happens at the end of the book of the Bible and um, the future, you know, new heavens, new earth that Christ will set up where all of your, you know, if we all know Jesus, those who do, all of our best friends will be there. There'll be no more pain and suffering. Think of the best day you've ever had. Think of the most fun you've had hanging out with, I don't know, your crush or whatever. And you'll have that much joy and ecstasy and more living in the kingdom of God for utter eternity. And this life and this pain here right now is but the tiniest not even a pebble, the tiniest grain of sand in comparison to the marathon of our eternity. And so I just want you to be able to see this whole realm of life and heavenly perspective and be encouraged that it's kind of like when you're having a hard day, but you know at the end of the day, you're going to see, I don't know, your boyfriend, you're going to see your best friends, you're going to have so much fun and relaxation, and you're going to know that vacation is also coming up a few weeks after. And after that, you're going to have a couple more weeks of rest. I don't know. What I'm saying is you feel like you can get through this hard day because you know it's going to be over soon and going to have utter joy in eternity. And I'm not saying you're going to die soon. No, no, no. I'm just saying even if you live to be 150, And there's so much beauty that can be found in this day and in this life here on earth, but all of the pain will be but a breath, but a blip in the joy and ecstasy of the best time of our lives throughout all of eternity. And so knowing that we can read the Bible backwards, know what happens at the end, um, gives us hope for today. This This hard time you're going through right now will barely be remembered. Now, that does not mean um, just zone out. <laughs> I mean, it, it means take that encouragement and then go to God and ask for his help. And I would go just saying something like, Heavenly Father, I'm having a hard time in this <laughs> small grain of sand in the marathon of my life. I'm having a terribly hard time, but I ask that you would please give me your perspective, this heavenly perspective, so that I know that such great hope and enjoyment at the end of this stressful day and this stressful life is coming, and I can enjoy that. But in the meantime, right now, I please need your help. I need your help to have peace, to have joy, to have reassurance, and to have wisdom over the next steps that I should take in life, um, just to live life well. And please, would you help me solve my problems for me? Grant me hope and joy and peace as I fight the good fight through this life here on earth. And thank you for utter ecstasy and joy throughout the eternity of my life with you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I just wanted to mention that to you and ask, did you like this? I'm thinking of doing maybe some more devotions and short things like this. I just want to remind you guys that, you know, when you're lifting weights, every tiny muscle tear ends up growing back stronger and stronger. That's how you build muscles. And you don't want to do it all at once, like a thousand squats in a day. (laughs) You want to do like 10 every day and it slowly builds up your muscles. That's the same with spiritual growth. Like five, taking five minutes to listen to a devotional, you can go on our daily bread and they have it um, audio so you can listen or you can listen to these ones that I am doing and 
just listening to the word a little bit every day while you're driving in the car, commuting, walking between classes. That's just a daily routine that could help you grow closer to God. And then praying, praying your thoughts, but not pressure, just what's around you. You could be thinking some deep thoughts or you could just be thinking, hmm, God, I think I want to get this for lunch today. Oh, also, I really like that tree. <laughs> it fall, the fall leaves are so cool. Oh, also, I wish I would have gotten to sleep better and faster last night. I'm kind of tired, but you know, maybe this is the time to try that new latte in the coffee shop. Just like thinking your thoughts to God is prayer. That's a relationship. That's friendship. That's what you do with your friends or a significant other, right? That's what he wants with you. And, you know, at the end of the prayer time, you could pray something a little more deeper that's like, God, I want to want you. I want to grow my spiritual muscles and I want to love spending time with you and see your guidance in my life and your joy and your peace and your love in my life. Will you help me? Amen. Just leaving it at that, knowing, you know, telling God you you do truly want that, um, but taking the pressure off, just listening to a devotional. You don't have to go so deep just to have a little bit every day and then just praying your thoughts and your ideas to him. Not saying the right words, not going super deep per se. You can if you want to, but just talking about, I don't know, some show you're watching on Netflix and like tell him about it, what you like about it. That's prayer. Just do that. Just do like five, 10 minutes every day is my suggestion or a challenge. See if you want to try to do this for like 30 days um, and listen to the audio recordings on Our Daily Bread or any devotions that I'm doing here on this podcast. And, you know, that's how we can grow. That's how we can find more peace and guidance in our life. So anyways, love you guys. And um, I hope you love hanging out, having your time with God. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.